So we just got back from our collection fieldwork block. About a month ago, we set out around 90 camera traps across three bays here in Victoria, and then we spent the last seven days picking them all up. Uh, so it sounds easy enough, but something went wrong pretty much every single day, whether it's people being unavailable through COVID or personal reasons, or the famous buggy fire, or infamous, I should say, buggy fire of 2022. Um, but yeah, overall, it was a success. All the cameras are back. We've started to have very superficial looks at all the images. We've caught a couple cool animals. We'll touch on those later on. Um, but yeah, I just I can't believe it happened. I like, cannot thank the volunteers enough. We're meant to have six people, so then we bought enough food for six people, and that meant we had a shit ton left over, and so we had some massive dinners. Um, but yeah, like no complaints. If it was anyone else's project and working that hard, I would have complained every step of the way. But yeah, absolute legends. Uh, so, how it went. It was very different from the trip before in regards to weather. So, last time, the first day we were there, the worst weather. This is a video from it. Absolute, like, hailing was coming horizontally, rain, cold, everything you can imagine. And this time, it was sunny, barely any wind. You'd, like, honestly, if you could wear shorts, you'd be doing it. It was it was a very good time. And so this time again, we got down on Sunday so we could start early morning, Monday morning. And so Monday, we finished up all of Wonthaggy. So there were 29 sites across Wonthaggy, um, split into two sections on either side of unnecessary Victorian desalination plant, which I don't think has been turned on yet. But anyway, so 29 sites, a massive effort. And I think the reason, we did it in one day. Last time it took us like three or four. But collection of the cameras, you'd expect to go quicker because one person can go in, you just like pick it up all out of the ground, turn the camera off, head back out to the beach, go get another one. But when you're setting them up, you need at least two people and setup takes a while, you're taking veg photos. So that's one reason. But also I think another factor was that there was only one voice and so last time there were four people including myself who had like a vision and a way to well, way that they wanted things done um and so there was a bit of back and forth and a lot of confusion uh as well but this time there was just one voice and it honestly like i'm sure half of the decisions i made weren't the most most efficient way to do things but you just say okay we're doing this is this you go grab these i'll go grab these and you just get it done and it worked really really well and on this day, we lost two volunteers in 30 minutes. So our total number of people went from six down to four. Um, and this is where things started to look a bit shaky. Had a really successful first day. Um, and when we got home, we also learned that one of the supervisors may not be coming down for any of the field work. And so the big issue here is that like, when will we go home then? Because we, there was only so many sites we could do from my car. My car is not a full drive. It's a bloody Lancer. So can't get it anywhere near the beach. And so we could do all of one thaggy from the car. Just meant a lot, a lot of walking. I think the first day we did like 19Ks. And 19Ks on its own is a lot. But then one to consider like walking on sand with heavy packs, carrying stakes, going in and out of vegetation. It was very full on, super tiring. And so there was only around, I want to say like, 15 sites at venus bay that we could do from uh on foot rather but we couldn't do any wilson's prom so most of this stuff we needed someone there with a four-wheel drive and so then it looked like we might be going home on wednesday and i said that to the volunteers i was like look this is really early but just like the direction i can see this heading i think it's going to get to wednesday and there's going to be no reason for us to be here we'll probably go home 
and come back in a couple weeks' time when we have a vehicle and we can finish off these sites. And then so on our second day, the other volunteer joined us and we did half of Venus Bay. And there was a bit of a bit of an issue, a bit of hazing, a bit of volunteer hazing. And so it just happened to be that the volunteer took this. Like it was completely not intended whatsoever. But he went into this point 300 meters in, super thick. Took him like an hour to get there. And then <laughs> just hear his voice over the radio. Hey Dom, I've done an 80 meter radius search around this point and there is absolutely no camera here. And then like I didn't bring my phone because uh, it doesn't have a case, which I mean... Bonus points for me, managed to do this whole field work without breaking my phone without a case. But anyway, um, and so I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't look up if we had any veg data for this site. So we just like, mate, just like keep looking. There'll be one there because I was pretty confident in my abilities to check things off a list. But it turns out I shouldn't have been because later that night we looked up and there wasn't, there was data for a site there. So it on the thing, it was... Site 18, right? Venus Bay Site 18. But on the data, on the veg sheet for the data, data veg sheet, it said one and then there was like a bit of a, like a dash almost and then an eight. And so I remember having convos with this with the first lot of volunteers, like what does that mean? And so it went, those images went into Venus Bay 18, Venus Bay 108, and then Venus Bay 1-8. And so we had no clue what was going on. So there was nothing there. Um, but then we only had half a day, so we went out in the morning, and we're using my car, right? And so I'm not trying to get my car too filthy, because last time absolutely stank. I just went in there to move my car from the driveway to the block next door, and it just stanks, because you're just so wet. When you sit in there, you just, you're just like flooding your car, and because it's not sunny, it's not going to dry out, there's no wind coming through. You stink of tuna oil too, so that gets in there. And so that was a big reason. We got... We got through half the day, finished off what we had to do, started making lunch, and then, yeah, probably 90% of the reason that we didn't go back out was because I didn't want my car to get destroyed if it didn't have to. And also, we had cameras to sort through. So we started looking through the cameras, saw some pretty cool things. Like, very early on, I was getting very excited when we saw a wombat, and then towards the end, you just see this big sausage-looking thing, and it's not that exciting. And a lot of rats too, but we'll touch on that later on. And then on Wednesday, we finished up on Venus Bay North. And then this is where we had some more issues. And so we, I was at this point this time, which was good. And it's a good thing we didn't do this site the night before because of what eventuated or what happened. So I went out there, couldn't find anything. There was no camera. I was like, fuck, have I done this again? Have I included multiple points that never had a camera in it? And then so Luckily enough, it was a site that me and one of my supervisors did, and he took the photo, so got on a call with him. For somehow we had reception, because if we didn't have reception, this camera would never have been found. And so got a call. Hey, mate, this is what's happened. We did this site. Do you have the pictures of the veg? And so we went in the photo app, and in like the map section, you can see where the camera's been taken, or where the photo's been taken. And so we just used that. He sent me his, and then I could try to like cross-reference some landmarks in the vegetation which could be like a tree that's a bit more greener than the others like very very insignificant stuff and we managed to do it and it was 80 meters away from the point and this actually happened later on in the trip too for a different point and what we think happened here was because for the first trip we had these ancient gps's like you know like the old uh game boy like that color green with the black lines 
every time you'd scroll, the screen would turn off and turn back on. It, they were rank. And so we reckon... Oh, and also they would tell you that you've arrived at points when you're like 150 meters away. And there was a lot of other issues as well, like not being able to find satellites for an hour, which was great when you're in an open beach. But anyway, so we reckon what happened here is that we were using an old GPS for these sites. And when we got there, it told us that we we're on the point, but in reality, there was an 80 meter error bar, error bar, uh, error leeway, whatever you want to call it. I'm forgetting the term. But so we think that's what happened. And then so we finished Venus Bay North on Wednesday, went for a bit of a swim, and then the waiting game happened. So we're still sorting through photos. And it turns out our supervisor, or one of the supervisors, can come down with a buggy for Thursday to do Venus Bay. And this was massive because we were looking at going home and we have to have this car. But also on the same day, we found out that our other supervisor might have COVID and probably won't be joining us for any of the trip, which wasn't the biggest loss because we just needed one car, really. It, w it would have sped things up having someone, you know, an extra person and someone who's really good at doing this kind of stuff. But in terms of timeline, it didn't push it out that badly. And so then we turn, then we find out this same night, right? So this is how many, th this is all these hoops that we have to jump through every day, another hoop, another challenge, another fire to put out. So it turns out the buggy that we booked for, uh, we booked at the start of the year and paid up front. They booked it from underneath us. And apparently what happened here was, and this is just um, speculation, is that they had to send, they got this massive booking for buggies, buggies, not bunnings, to send them up to Byron Bay for a festival or something. And so we reckon the people with the buggies would have seen, like they would have made so much more money and being hiring them out for so much longer if they're up in Byron Bay. So they would have just taken hours that we had for three days, given it to them, and then like these guys, bad luck. And so then it started looking like, well, shit, we'll have a full drive, but we won't have a buggy. So maybe we'll be going home Friday and then we'll just come back on a separate weekend to do Cotter's Beach down at Wilson's. And then Friday gets here. So we finish out the rest of Venus Bay in literally an hour. Like we're home. We started at like 7.30, out by 8.30, having breakfast. And we're thinking, are we going to do this? Are we going to head down to Wilson's Promontory? It's an hour drive, have to get this buggy onto the beach because... We were able to get a buggy, which I forgot to mention. So we got this buggy, right? They pull up to the place, and it's an absolute piece of shit. It is rubbish. It's so old. The dashboard's held together by duct tape, and it's not registered or anything. So, And the bloke also said, we don't know where this buggy came from, which makes you wonder how he got access to it. But anyway, so we think it's off either a mate's farm or a golf course because it looks like a gardener's vehicle, to be honest with you. Uh, not registered. And, yeah, so it definitely... Probably wasn't legal for us to access it for what we were doing. And so we set down to the prom. And this buggy, it had six wheels on it. It was a wide, bloody thing. And so we got it onto the beach because the reason we can't have a full drive down at Wilson's Prom was because the access trail is too narrow. And I think that was done on purpose by Parks Victoria. But you can fit a buggy down there. So we had to get this buggy to do these sites because they're like 17K, not 17Ks. I think they're like... The first lot are 5Ks or 3Ks up from this access point, and then the next lot are another like 5Ks past that. And carrying these stakes, again, on sand, everything else, no fun. A buggy, you just have to do it. You couldn't do it all on foot. And so we're driving down this beach. Uh, the supervisor and his partner in the front, me and the volunteer on the back, uh, yeah, in the tray, 
And then we're driving down the beach, and at the start, all going good, having a bit of a laugh. This this thing's a piece of shit. Like, we're going so slow at max speed. And then it starts to bellow out smoke. And we are saying to Mike, like, this thing looks like it's a wood-fired oven, you know what I mean? Like, the amount of soot coming out, like, it's burning oil. It looks so bad. And there was just, like, a bit of laughter. Because we thought maybe because it's so old, it just hasn't been used for a while. Maybe it's just, like, the diesel oil being burnt off. I don't know. We thought, you know, we'll just ride out and see what happens. And then it starts getting, like, really, really thick. And we were like, nah, something's got to be, something's got to be going on here. And so then Mike stopped the car, and then you just hear this sizzling. And we were like, fuck, what's this? This is, nah, this is no good. And so we get out, and then there's all this smoke coming out of the back of the buggy, and this, this sizzling smell that no one could understand what it was. And then for some reason, this thing, it didn't have a working dashboard, but it had a hydraulic um, tray. And so you just flick this button, and the tray lifts up. And then so we lift it up to look at the engine and it, all this smoke coming out and then it, it looks wet and it looks like it's just been spraying coolant everywhere. And then so we step back and we're like, fuck, we've got to get this piece of shit up from the waves because then if, you know, we, we had like five metres of beach to work with. So we pushed it up and then we were there and we're like, look, we're, gotta, we're already here. We might as well make use of the time. Like we're halfway up the beach. So I said, man, the volunteer, we'll go do a couple sites. And originally... I've found I do myself. I do this a lot. Uh, we'll we'll just pick off a couple sites, and then we'll go. Oh yeah, let's just do a couple more, and you do a couple more, and you just keep going like that. Um, and so I think we ended up doing eight sites. We're meant to do nine, but there was some issues with communication, and so we only did eight. And then got back. We're able to drive the buggy back to the car. Apparently there was like all these like swirling and rattling sounds and shit, but no smoke. So we drove back to the car, just putting like water in the coolant or whatnot. And then we call up the bloke, and immediately it's our fault. It's like, you guys must have been thrashing this pristine vehicle. What were you guys using it for? I'm like, we're using it exactly what we what uh, we said it would be, driving on a beach, not flogging it, a flat beach, going 5Ks an hour. Like, you could run faster than this thing. Um, and we had a buggy the last time. That was absolutely fine. And so it was 100% the buggy's fault. And then this has massive impacts for the next day. And so for Saturday, we're meant to finish... Well, on Friday, sorry, on Friday, we could have finished Wilson's Prom in one day. Like, if we did eight on foot, 100% we could have done 18. It would have been so easy. And so now the discussions turn to, are we going to have to go home and come back just to do nine sites? And then we started looking at the option to walk in. So it looked like, because we did most of the southern points, except for one... We could hike in the top, I think it's like Sandy Point or something, there's this inlet, and we just walked down this inlet, um, and I think it was like a, maybe 3Ks, 2Ks, oh no, it wasn't too long of a walk, walk in, do these final eight, um, and then one of the volunteers had to come all the way up the beach, grab the one that we missed, and meet us up the top, and it all went smoothly, all went to plan, I took it upon myself to do the hardest one as the noble leader of the group. And it was super dense, super thick. It was like 360 meters in, like the deepest one that we set out. And it turned out later on that this camera actually captured a bandicoot, which is really impressive. So the last study only looked at Venus Bay. And so we looked at Venus Bay, one thaggy and Wilson's Promontory to look at like a gradient of modification. So one thaggy, highly modified. And we saw this in our camera traps. Here's a couple pictures of it. Very preliminary, just skimming through. We saw, I think, six dogs at One Thaggy, no dogs at Venus Bay, no dogs at Wilson's Prom. And then in Venus Bay, 
bit more diversity, no dogs, and this is our moderately modified site. And then finally, at Wilson's Promontory, our pretty much pristine site. This is where we started seeing bandicoots, a lot more swamp wallabies even, and yeah, just a great, even more echidnas, I think, too. So, it, so far, the results seem to, you know, suggest or seem to follow what we would expect them to be showing us. But again, very, very early on glimpses of the pictures. And then for the rest of Saturday, we finished by about lunchtime, got home, started cleaning the bait tubes. As the noble leader, I decided to let the volunteers clean the bait tubes. <laughs> they, they were, when you open the bait tubes, they were that moldy. All these mold spurs, oh, spurs, spores, spore, fuck. Mold spores were just exploding into the air. It looked like a flare half the time. It was disgusting. I was sitting inside, just downloading images next to the fire, living the dream. And then we went out to Tarwin Lower, this pub there. I don't know what it's called. And honestly, it had a vegan meal. I couldn't believe it. In the middle of nowhere. Uh, and it had one of the best meals I've ever had. I don't know if it's just because after field work you're tired, anything tastes good. But it was like a mushroom tofu hot pot one of the greats and so what do i do now and so pretty much we just start coding the pictures and what coding the pictures is we just start dragging each image into a folder based on what species has been picked up and so that's going to take a while i think we will probably end up with around 120,000 pictures the last project had around 600,000 but apparently that's expected in summer you get more false triggers because the heat mucks with the cameras i don't know how um, and also maybe animals more active than in winter. Like we're not, we're probably not going to get any snakes or anything like that. But the last study got a couple, maybe one or two. Um, and then analyzing it. So looking at different parameters that impact or influence site occupancy. Um, so these may be distance in from the coast site based on the level of hinterland modification from like low modification in Wilson's Promontory, moderate modification at Venus Bay, and high modification at Wonthaggy. And then pretty much just start writing. And so try to tease out as much as possible. And I've done my intro and methods to the best of my ability so far. We've done a very early draft. Um, haven't included any statistical modeling in that one. And then we'll just be slowly ticking it all off until the due date, which is the 6th of November. And so... Make sure to stay tuned for when we're sorting through the photos. Every day we'll do like a best finds video. It'll be posted on TikTok and Instagram to see any of the cool stuff, whether it's this dog stealing our bait tube, it's a fox, it's a rat doing something stupid, anything like that. And this has been the final recap of my fieldwork for my honors project. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Have you had any questions about the fieldwork process? what my experience was, how I enjoyed it, what I'd recommend to people looking into doing honours, further research, PhD even, make sure to comment them below. Check out the last recap and yeah, like, <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs>